I praise family. What's good? Listen, man, I pray all is well with each and every one of you. This is your youth pastor, Pastor Al, coming to you, just bringing you our team talk for today on our new platform, our I Praise Team Talk podcast. And listen, you know we have been in this series called Defeating Depression. And today we're going to continue in that series, Defeating Depression. And we want to talk from this subject or this thought today. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Let's pray. God, we thank you for every young person who's listening today. We pray now that you would give us ears to hear what the word of the Lord is saying, a mind to understand, and a heart to obey what your word says. God, we just ask that you would bless each and every student. It's in your son name we pray. Amen. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? These were the words that was asked by a teacher who was trying to help a student complete a project. This project was a science fair project that was supposed to be done at a certain time. But some way, somehow, the student got backed up and he got backed up because he was messing around on the Xbox and messing around on um, Snapchat and messing around on Twitter and social media and things of that nature. And so the project was due on one particular day, but he brought it in three days later, not knowing that the day he brought it in was the day that he was supposed to be evaluated by the state. And so his teacher looked at him and asked him this question, what were you thinking? Because you were supposed to bring the project in to me so I can evaluate it first before we let it get evaluated by the state judges. And she asked him the question again, what were you thinking? And I know you may say, well, what does this have to do with defeating depression? And what does this have to do with our thought life? What this represents is how we do our thought life. Sometimes we allow thoughts to roam through our mind and we allow thoughts to roam through our head without checking them in with the Holy Spirit. In other words, we will act on our thoughts sometimes without allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us on our thoughts. What are you saying? I'm simply saying that whenever we just roam freely in our thought life without allowing them to be checked first by the Holy Spirit, sometimes we make irrational decisions and sometimes we send ourselves into thinking wrongly about a subject when we should not. In other words, your thought life is one of the most important spiritual disciplines that you will ever be able to um, have as a Christian or as a teenager. Because what you have to understand is the Bible tells us in Proverbs that as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. I like this because what we understand is simply that we cannot outlive our thought life. We cannot outlive our thought life. What we think on all the time is what we will begin to live out most of the time. I want to say that one more time. What we think on all the time is what we will begin to live out most of the time. And you say, why? Because the Bible tells us that we should, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, to be transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. In other words, transformation cannot take place in our lives without renewing of our minds being a process of that transformation. A lot of times we try to be transformed from the outside in when it's the complete opposite. 
We should try to be transformed from the inside out. And so what happens is when we're not transformed from the inside out from our minds, then we end up making decisions and living out lives that we should not live out. Why is this important, Pastor? It's important because what we have to understand is when it comes to our mind and our thought life, that is the most powerful, the most powerful spiritual aspect of your life. Prayer is important, one of the most powerful. But if your mind is not right, if your mind is not thinking clearly, if you're not thinking with a sober mind, then you will not live with a sober life. In other words, God tells us to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians, it says, let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Do me a favor while you listen to this podcast. Hey, just lay your hand on your head and repeat after me. Say, God, let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. Why is it important to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus? How can that help me as a young person? Listen, we know that as young people, you have a million and one forces of information coming towards you every single second of the day. Your smart devices in your phone have the ability to over flood you with information on a consistent, almost unstoppable basis. In other words, you have the ability to be able to get a hold of knowledge all the time, all the time, all the time. But I want you to know this, not all knowledge is good knowledge. I know not all knowledge is good knowledge. Some things we do not need to be exposed to. Some things we do not need to be learning. Some things we do not need to focus on. And so that's why Christ tells us to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, why would I need to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus? This scripture suggests that there is another mind that can be in me when I do not have the mind of Christ in me. In other words, we can have the mind of the world in us at times. In other words, to be having the mind of the world in you simply means that you think like the world thinks. You think like the world wants you to live. But God is saying, I need you to think like I want you to live. And you may say, well, how does God want me to live? And how does God want me to think? It's in Philippians chapter four, verse eight, where he tells us, Paul says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. In other words, one of the things that can help us defeat depression is what we think about. Sometimes, not sometimes, most of the times, when we think about things that anger us, when we think about things that disappoint us, when we think about things that hurt us, then eventually, as we think on these things over and over and over again, eventually, without a shout of a doubt, eventually, that is going to lead to some form of hurt to some form of disbelief, to some form of rejection, which later leads to some form 
of depression. And sometimes we can outthink our reality. What are you saying, Pastor Al? In other words, sometimes the way we think on things are not the way things really exist, but it's the way we're thinking on the things. And so we have thought something into existence that's not really there. In other words, sometimes we can think about a situation so negative that we make it negative, even though there is no negativity around the situation. Even though the situation has moved on or you have moved on for the situation, we still think on it. And because we still think on it, we harbor on it. And that brings unintentional stress to our minds, which leads us into a state of depression sometimes. That's why he says, whatsoever things appear, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are holy, think on these things. Why is that important? Because unless you think on the things of God, you will never be at peace with yourself. I want to say that one more time. Unless you think on the things of God, you will never be at peace with yourself. Can you prove it to us, Pastor? I, I sure can. Isaiah 26, 3 says this. He says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he's trusting you. When my mind is stayed on God, when my mind is stayed on Jesus, what I'm saying is I trust in God more than the situation that I'm in. When my mind is stayed on God, God now has the authority and the right to keep my mind in peace. Why? Because my mind is stayed on the things of God and not the things of the world. When my mind is stayed on the things of God, God now allows me to not only be in peace, but he says he'll keep them in perfect peace. You know what that word perfect means? The word perfect in the Greek, man, is translated and it literally means mature. In other words, he'll keep you in a mature peace, a peace that's um, um, acceptable and adaptable to your age and your situation that you're going to, which means that if I'm a 17-year-old teenager, I'm not going to think about a situation as a 12-year-old middle schooler. If I'm a freshman in college, I'm not going to think about a situation as I would as a freshman in high school. God has given me a mature piece to allow me to think on things and to think about things the way they should be thought about. The enemy always wants to attack your mind because he knows if he can get your mind, he knows he can get your actions. And he knows if he can get your actions, he can get your character. He knows if he can get your character, he can get your destiny. But what God does is flip the script and says, let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. And he tells us that whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are commendable, is there any excellence? If there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What are you thinking on? What gazes your mind every single day? What is it that you give your attention to that does not deserve your attention? What is it that you allow to consume your mind every single day? Is it your homework? Is it relationship problems? Is it bad relationships with your parents? Is it hurt or pain that you've been through or disappointment? What is it that consumes your mind every single day? What God is telling us today is that we ought to let a new thing consume our mind. We ought to let the spirit of God 
and his ways consume our mind. But it takes responsibility of the individual to control your thoughts. Because guess what? Your mind is your mind. And what you allow to go in it is what your life will allow to come out of it. What you allow to go in it is what your life will allow to come out of it. So can I give you three keys to help you think on positive things? Number one, focus on faith. Focus on developing your relationship with God. Focus on making sure that whatever it is you think, you're thinking about it from a faithful perspective. How can I be faithful to God with my thought life? How can I give God glory with my thought life? How can I ensure that God is ordering my steps through his words by my thought life? How can I focus on the faithful things? Focus on the good things that God has done for you. Don't focus on the things that haven't went your way or things that have hurt you. Focus on the good things. So guess what? Focus on the faithful. Number two, I want you to focus on a fervor prayer. In other words, focus on praying to God in such a way that your mind cannot help but be stayed on him. He tells us in his word to pray without ceasing. In other words, what that is telling us is that we are to pray on a continuous basis. Do you think it would be possible to pray on a continuous basis and not have the mind of God on a continuous basis? Do you think it would be possible to pray on a continuous basis and not think of the good things on purpose? No, it would not be. And so we have to pray with fervor. We have to make sure that we stay focused um, on our faith. But finally, but finally, but finally, we have to learn to make sure that we Finish our thought life. In other words, what are you saying, Pastor? There are some things that come across your mind that need to be finished. There are some things that come in your mind that need to be cut out immediately. In other words, do not continue to give it more room and space in your mind. There are some things that you should let go of immediately time to enter your mind. Because the enemy knows that if he allows something that can hurt you, hinder you, or harm you to enter into your mind and you think on it for long enough, then eventually you're going to consider acting it out. In other words, as a man thinketh, so is he. So in other words, there are some thoughts that need to be finished as soon as they enter your mind because they are not good for your life. And so I just wanted to share with you today on your thought life and how it can help you in defeating depression. Understand this. As a man thinketh, so is he, I praise. But God tells us whatsoever things are true. Philippians 4 and 8, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are commendable, if they're in excellence, anything worthy of praise, think on these things. Why should we think on those things? Because Isaiah 26, 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. I want you to take that scripture and replace the hymn with your name. You will keep Martin in perfect peace 
You will keep Torrey in perfect peace. You will keep Emma in perfect peace. You will keep Larry in perfect peace. You will keep John in perfect peace if his mind is stayed on you. What were you thinking? Your thought life determines your live life. And your live life determines your destined life. So as we go throughout this week, I want you to think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you're thinking about. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for each and every young person who was able to listen to this today. We pray now that you would give us the wisdom, Lord God, to think on those things which are above, to think on those things um, which are pure, which are just, which are holy. Lord God, we just ask now in Jesus name that you will allow us to understand that you would keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on you. And so God, help us to understand the power of our thought life because we know that our thought life becomes our lived life. And God, we just ask that you would allow us to check ourselves and ask us, ask us this question every day. What were you thinking? Let us evaluate ourselves at the end of each day and ask ourselves that God, what were you thinking today? And Father God, let us remain faithful to you. Let us remain fervent in our prayer life. And God, help us to finish thoughts that are negative and mean us no good. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, listen, man, thank you so much for joining our I Praise Team Talk podcast today. You may be listening. You may have never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And you want to make sure that you make that decision for Christ today. Can I just get you to text at I Praise Youth? That's at I Praise um, YTH to the number 81010. And we will contact you and let you know the next steps to salvation and how we can walk with you and help you to become all that God has called you to become. And y'all know how we end every worship experience, every team talk experience is by saying this. Can I get you to repeat after me? God help me to be the best me you created me to be. In Christ's name, amen. Once again, text I praise YTH to the number 81010 if you want to give your life to Christ today or be more engaged with our youth ministry. We look forward to seeing you on next week for our I Connect virtual worship experience. God bless, I praise. See you later.